This podcast is an unedited excerpt from an MCLE program presented at MCLE's Conference Center in Boston, Massachusetts. Please note that MCLE's products, services, and communications are offered solely as an aid to developing and maintaining professional competence. The statements in this recording may not apply to your circumstances, and no legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice is being rendered by MCLE or its speakers. For full terms and conditions, please see the MCLE website. How do you modify child custody or visitation orders? A modification should be filed with the court that entered the judgment or the order that you're seeking to be modified. One parent can ask for a change in custody or parenting time, or if both parents are in agreement as to what needs to be changed and the terms of those changes, you can ask the court to modify both a temporary order and a final judgment by agreement. This is done by following the expedited procedures outlined in Rule 412. This is an administrative process that may require you not to appear in the court. You just come up with an agreement with the other party and submit it to the court for their approval. It's obviously much easier to modify a child custody and visitation agreement when both parents agree, but again, nonetheless, it's possible to modify even if the other parent disagrees. When a parent is filing for a modification of child custody and visitation, the person filing is the plaintiff the other person is the defendant. This seems kind of straightforward, um, no questions asked, but we often find that times people get confused, especially if in the underlying case, uh, the person may have been the defendant. So the person that's filing the complaint, the person that's filing is a plaintiff and the other party's defendant. Again, this is regardless who was the plaintiff and the defendant in the original court proceeding. And note that when you're filing for modification, you have to state the circumstances that have changed in the complaint. Again, it has to be material change. Um, before you file anything, though, it's important to determine where you're starting off at, uh, to know what type of order that you are trying to modify, because that determines how we are going to proceed with filing. So. I've been saying temporary orders and um, judgments. It is important that there is a difference and it's important to know the difference. Custody orders are either temporary or final, custody and visitation. So what's the difference? A temporary order is in effect while your case is ongoing. This is before you receive a final decision. A judgment on the other hand is a final decision. So in the case of a, a divorce, for example, a temporary order can be about custody, visitation, and parenting time until the judge grants the final divorce. However, when the judge does grant that final divorce, they make a decision about the custody, visitation, or parenting time. And this final decision is called the judgment. Again, the distinction is important because there's, a different, there's different procedures depending on what you're intending to modify. If you are changing a temporary order intending to change a temporary order, what you do is you file a motion to modify a temporary order. This is also synonymous with a motion for temporary orders. Some people use them interchangeably. It means the same thing. The standard here is a change in circumstances since the original temporary order. The change generally does not to be as, doesn't need to be as significant as it does with the judgment. Again, the standard for 
modifying a judgment is that there's a material substantial change in circumstances and that the changes that you're trying to make is in the best interest of the child. Here, something just needs to be different um, that makes it reasonable for the judge to change their order. And it has to be something foreseeable. So if you knew before you entered into this that you didn't get along with the other party, that's not sufficient to be a reason to change after. It has to be something foreseeable. On the other hand, when you are trying to file a prior judgment, to modify a prior judgment, you file a complaint for modification. It is a new case, it is a new underlying matter. The standard here that you must prove is that the material change in circumstances has occurred since the last judgment was issued and that the change makes modification of the orders necessary. As a reminder, anything to do with children, there must be a determination that is in the best interest of the child. That is the only thing that the court is concerned about is their primary goal and objective to do what is in the best interest of the child. So a complaint for modification, so of a prior judgment, this can be filed at any time after an earlier case has ended. And a judgment can be modified more than once so long as the reason for requesting a modification, again, is that there has been a significant change in circumstances. So what do you do if you need to change the custody order right away? If you need to change a custody or visitation order right away, you can file a motion for temporary orders. So if something happened that puts your child's health or safety in danger after the court issued a temporary order and you need to change the order right away, you can file a motion for further temporary orders. With regards to a final custody order, if something happened that puts your child's health or safety in danger after the court issued a final order you need to and you need to change the order right away, you file the complaint for modification and a motion. Again, this is a new case, it's a new underlying issue and you file the motion for temporary orders telling the court that this is an emergency. And when you file that, um, you also need to file a affidavit as well as motion, uh, most, sorry, you need to be prepared to file in a detailed affidavit, a motion for a speedy hearing, a motion for a short order of notice and a detailed proposed order. You must show the judge that there's some kind of emergency that makes it important for your child's custody to change so quickly and that the circumstances that give rise to this emergency happened after the order has been issued. Some examples of emergencies are the other parents started using drugs, the other parents started abusing the child, the other person started using, abusing another person. Um, and if you need to change an order because of domestic violence, you can also file a 209A complaint for protection from abuse and ask that the custody be granted in that as well. So where do you file? Usually you file with the probate and family court order where the judgment order was originally issued. However, if the parent lives in a different state, the Massachusetts Custody Jurisdiction Act applies. What this law does is it determines what state courts have the authority to change a custody agreement. 
if Massachusetts qualifies as the home state, the case may be heard in this state. In the event that both parties to the action have moved out of state, the state where the child or former parent is seeking a change in the judgment resides, may be the proper place for the matter to be heard. So now that we've determined um, what we're trying to modify, whether that be a temporary order or final judgment, we've identified where do we file, what do we do now? So when you file, you pay the fees. However, if your client cannot afford to pay the fees, you can file an affidavit of indigency to waive the filing fee as well as the fee to serve the defendant. After that, you serve the defendant, unless it's a joint petition. Again, with this, you and the other party are coming to an agreement together about the, what needs to be modified and the terms of that modification. After you serve the defendant, um, you file that return of service with, court, with the court. And then the defendant has 21 days to file a written answer to the complaint for modification. After 21 days, the person seeking modification should file a request for an assignment asking for a court date. So if the defendant didn't answer, what you're gonna be asking for is an uncontested trial. If the defendant does file an answer, you're gonna be asking for a pretrial conference and explaining the issues that are contested. So what do you expect at the hearing? At the hearing, you may be required to meet with a probation officer to work out a solution. A probation officer is also known as a family services officer. And the point here is to try to reach an agreement between the parties as to what is in the best interest of the child. Note here that if a 209A abuse prevention order is in place, the parties cannot be forced to mediate. Um, I actually had this situation about a week or so ago. Um, what I did in that situation is I asked for a private room for my client because there was a restraining order in place and that meant that she didn't have to see her abuser face to face. So we still were able to meet with the probation officer, however, she was in a different room for her safety. When you're meeting with this probation officer, the goal is to reach a written agreement or a stipulation. If you reach a stipulation or agreement, then you will go before the judge to obtain uh, an approval of your order. If you don't reach a written agreement, however, you will still go before a judge, but in this instance, you'll be asking them to decide the case for you. When seeking a modification, either way, you need to be able to tell the judge specifically what changes in circumstances have occurred what specific modifications you're asking for, and again, most importantly, how those modifications that you are seeking is in the best